Hey guys, it's Dr. Poland here from Superior Chiropractic and Rehab Radio. I just want to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for supporting our channel and listening to all the great content that we have coming out. Because our goal here is to help every community stay active, strong, and healthy without prescription drugs or surgery. And so bringing these guests on is going to help us accomplish that goal. Now to help further support our channel so we can spread the message to more people, I would really appreciate it if you could hit that like and subscribe button on our page to make sure that one, you get notifications of when a new episode drops and you can share it to your friends and family. So thanks so much. We so appreciate your support. Now, I hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks so much. So hey everyone, it is Dr. Pullen here from Superior Chiropractic and Rehab Radio. And today I have a really great guest with me. He's the owner of Perseverance Health and Fitness, Mark. Hey Mark, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Hey, no problem. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to talk to me. So, you know, let's just hit the ground running. Uh, Mark, can you kind of tell me and the audience a little about Perseverance Health and Fitness and what you do for our community? Well, so I started this company right at the beginning of COVID because I had a brilliant idea to do so. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, I started this company about a little over two years ago now. And really what I did is I wanted to continue training and working with people during the pandemic in one way or another. So I started it on two fronts, primarily focusing on uh in-home personal training and working with people at their own homes and had, you know, quite a few clients succeed with that and got some great results with people. And I also started up a little bit online as well and doing online fitness training because it's just kind of a low hanging fruit that was right there. And currently uh, really trying to transition to opening a facility in the area. Yeah. And that's awesome. I know we've been kind of talking about one, how can I help you open up a facility? And whenever you do, whenever you are ready to make that move, just let me know. I know a few folks who'd be uh, willing to help you out and start that journey with you as well. Um, so, you know, that's great. You're, you're a personal trainer in the area. Do you specialize in anything in particular? Really, my primary focus is overall health and well-being. And what I mean by that is, I don't really focus a whole lot on bodybuilding or powerlifting. Like I know a little bit about it more than just like somebody who knows nothing about it. I'll, I'll say that much, but it's not really my primary focus. I really like to help people make meaningful changes that they can sustain for the long term, and really help people set up for that. Uh, and I've also got like a bit of a, a bit of a niche that's similar to yours with the skill set that I've developed with working through my own injuries and everything like that and my background in biomechanics and helping people move and live pain-free and that has definitely been something that I've helped a lot of people with I don't want me to sound like like I'm a physical therapist or a doctor of any sort but I do have a bit of a an ability to help people who have been hurt in the past get back to after they recovered from injury obviously to get back to being physically active and sustaining that for the long haul. Yeah. And that kind of market is huge, especially in this area. Cause once they, once someone leaves treatment from a physical therapist, chiropractor, what have you, and then they go back to lifting weights necessarily, some folks still need that guidance, that handholding, if you will, of, 
you know, how do I keep exercising knowing that I'm not going to hurt myself or put myself in a position that will injure myself? And it seems like you have that solution, which is very well valued in this area. Let me ask you this. I know a lot of people who I, who I refer to personal trainers and I, I send folks to continue on with their wellness and fitness journey. You know, they, they have a lot of things they see on the internet. And I mean, as you know, a ton of it is, isn't true at all, but since you've been in this industry, what has been the most common myth that you've come across? God, I got too many. <laughs> I guess one of the biggest ones is people get scared of certain foods, especially ones that have sugar. Now, I'm not going to say go out and drink a two liter of soda every day. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is a having an orange or an apple probably isn't going to put you six feet under. It, it's just, it's not, it's fructose, it's fiber. It has vitamins and other attributes to it. Like you don't have to be afraid of all carbohydrates. They do have their role and having the proper balance of that in your nutrition is important. So I just don't understand why some people almost have a food phobia, if you will. And sorry, my cat's being annoying. No, you're fine. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I don't get why a lot of people are, you know, trying to stay away from, I even had clients tell me they think carrots are bad for them. And it's just, it's a carrot. It's not going to kill you. So in, in comparison to a candy bar, it is a whole heck of a lot better. Now, there's more to that topic than I really want to go into on this. But yeah, that's probably one of the biggest myths that I've come across. And then also, one of the big ones is how much weight people lose and how sustainable that is. Because it's not uncommon for people to really lose a lot of weight in the first you know, month or six weeks or eight weeks of exercising. And that's just because you're making so many changes so quickly. You know, a lot of times people will cut out a lot of the processed foods, which lowers your salt intake as well. And that just causes a loss in water weight as on top of all that. And you know, it's easy to lose five, 10 pounds really quickly. Now that's an unsustainable trajectory if you're planning on doing that weekly. Yeah. I completely agree with you. And I mean, you know, it just as much as anybody does in the health and fitness industry that, you know, whenever you start do making these changes, a lot of that weight that you're losing is more inflammation because of that bad diet, that lack of exercise, that lack of movement. So it, you know, some people say I can lose weight like nothing, but then they put it back on if they don't sustain that lifestyle necessarily. And that's what really sets you apart is that you're there consistently telling people, hey, this is what we need to do. We need to be consistent because if we're not consistent. We're not going to reap any of the rewards of our hard work and labor. Right. I have a little bit of a joke that I tell people that a bad diet is like a bad relationship. You're going to probably wind up cheating on it. Yeah. yeah. If, <laughs> no, like that's a little bit of a silly joke. But yeah, uh, a lot of times people look at the quick fix rather than making long sustainable changes that are actually going to help them succeed. Yeah. And that's really a big thing. And this is the same is true with the exercise habits. If it's an exercise program that you don't enjoy and you're constantly having to force yourself through it, then it's probably not going to be sustainable for you long-term. 
Yeah. And yeah, you're, you're right on the money with that. And I mean, like you, I'm sure you tell us to all your clients, you know, which is if consistency is key and making baby steps rather than trying to make a long jump is really going to get you where you'd be at the end of the day. And right. I know from when I was a personal trainer and I'm sure you felt the same way, you know, this require that profession requires a servant heart. You constantly have to be giving and servicing to your clients, help to make sure they're accomplishing their goal. And that takes a special kind of person. So let me ask you this. Did you always want to be a personal trainer in your lifetime? No, I, I did not. There was actually a time when I didn't know what I wanted to do. I always enjoyed being active and exercising. I will say that. But when I first got out of high school, I wanted to be a chef and I really actually wanted to do that because of lack of belief in myself and what I could do for other people. I've always enjoyed helping people achieve their goals and, you know, really help them make meaningful changes in their life is what I really get benefit from. And that's what I, that's why I do what I do. I don't do this just to be like, oh yeah, cool. You, uh, you know, you did the thing for two weeks and now you're done. You know, it's not necessarily what I like to do. I do start people with short-term programs just to get people introduced with things and get them run up and running. But I really like to get people transitioned to focus on the long-term benefit as opposed to the short-term. I got a little bit off topic, but <laughs> yeah. So again, I was, a, I wanted to be a chef and I went to culinary school, found out that it wasn't for me. It was, I didn't have the heart for it because that is a job that has, requires a lot of long hours. If anybody that listens to this works in the restaurant industry, being a chef is not an easy thing. You got a long hours, you got, you got to run a kitchen. And that's basically the same as being a business owner. And I did not have the passion for food to actually make those sacrifices. So no, I understand what you're saying. I, I've heard quite a few friends who go into the culinary industry and a lot of them get burnt out really fast. Just from what you're talking about, long hours and managing a kitchen as a business wise. And it can be a grind for a lot of people for sure, which I imagine, you know, since you're, well, you're in business for about two years now. So you've seen some ups and downs and hills and valleys, if you will. Mm -hmm. And that's just the normal part of the, process you know you're going to have some ups and downs and challenges throughout your time so let me ask you this in your in your current role as ceo and head personal trainer what has been your biggest challenge you've been experiencing and what's your game plan to overcome it the biggest challenge i've been experiencing is really just keeping up with everything <laughs> that's really all there is to it i it, I'm wearing all the hats currently, especially considering I haven't brought anybody on board to work with me as well yet. Um, and I'm going to have to really find people who are high end, high quality and have the right intentions at heart. You know, that's, but realistically, the hardest thing for me has been going from just focusing on personal training to figuring out how to run ads, figuring out how to create you know, funnels for people to actually get in contact with me and everything else. So like the actual doing of the th business side of things has been the hardest part for me because yeah, I've been open for two years, but I'm actually closer to seven years as a personal trainer. Mm -hmm. Most trainers don't make it that long. 
and I'm trying to toot my own horn, but you know, that I got a little bit of a gritty, deterministic personality. There's a, I don't like to think things are going to stop me if I can, if I say so. No. And, and I would agree with you. A lot of, a lot of personal trainers, they enter the profession, you know, and you know it best, what, maybe three, four years max. And then they're trying to find their next cup of tea, if you will, to go into, because mm -hmm. it is a grind, you know, like some people get up at five in the morning and they'll train till nine at night, 10 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. And that can be a lot for some folks, especially if they have a family or they have other obligations they need to fulfill. And it can be a lot. And kind of what you were saying, to really make it in that industry, it sounds like you have to have that grit personality that I'm not going to quit. I have to keep going, keep grinding, if you will. And you've seen great success with it already, which I love to see. And, you know, I think we kind of already answered my next question, but I still want to ask you anyways, just in case I'm wrong. You, you know, I, a lot of people say you have to have this kind of personality trait or some sort of relatable ideal to your ideal clientele, if you will. Mm -hmm. So what would you say has been the most important personality trait someone would need to work in your industry? First and foremost, it's the willingness to help. You have to be genuinely wanting to help. Um, for personal reasons, I never went into healthcare, and I, it's just more so I didn't want to deal with the fact that I'd be, you know, working with all the trauma realistically, but it's very much the same kind of heart. You have to be, really care about other people and what they're doing with their lives. And you also have to, yeah, you do have to have grit as well. That is another defining key characteristic is you can't be somebody who's going to quit and give up easy. Because again, you're as a trainer, you're going to work with people, not when not just when you're on the clock, but twenty four seven. It's not uncommon for me to have had clients, especially night nurses and people working those types of positions, you know, message me at when I'm asleep at three a.m. and you know I wake up and the next morning I'm answering that question, you know, and it's just kind of one of those things you get. There's never truly a time where you clock off as a personal trainer, and that's kind of really what makes or breaks a lot of people and makes or breaks clients as well. Is if you don't give them your all pretty much all the time, you're not really doing the best service you can. And I'm not going to talk too much on hustle culture, but yeah, it can definitely be that same kind of grind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, from what you're saying, you have to have determination. You have to have grit. You have to have even great communication skills like you've mentioned. And then the biggest thing of all was essentially you have to have that servant heart. If you're going in it for the wrong reasons, you're, you're not going to be happy with yourself and you're not going to find any sort of satisfaction with the career field as well. Well, Mark, I, I know I've taken a lot of your time already because I know you're a busy bee. So I just got one more question for you and then I'll let you sneak out for the day. But thanks again for hopping on top of me. I really do appreciate it. So you know, I, I've had quite a few students come by my office and they shadowed me and they picked my brain and they want to know, you know, what they should do going into this profession. And I know you've had quite a few folks come by with you as well to shadow you, be flies on the wall, if you will. So if, if you were giving, let's say, one piece of advice to someone starting out in your profession or maybe even considering starting their own 
personal training business, what would be that, what would be that one piece of advice you give them? It's definitely going to be the fact that it's not an overnight process and you have to really work to develop that clientele base and develop those relationships with your clients. Because in all actuality, like most everybody starts out with the ability to help somebody. It's just knowing exactly how to coach somebody and knowing what kind of personality you work best with. Because everybody, everyone has a different group of people that they really attract. And knowing who you need to be working with takes a little bit of time to figure out. And, you know, I've had clients who, you know, weren't successful with other trainers and started with me and they, you know, started getting the results that they wanted. And I've also had the reverse of that where I was working with people and, you know, one-on-one, our personalities didn't quite mesh up to where I wasn't the best coach for them and they got better results with a different trainer. So knowing the amount of work and time that it takes to really develop your clientele base is one thing that I don't think a lot of people realize is a massive part of the job. Yeah. And, and that's some great words of wisdom that I know a lot of folks who are listening to this, they're definitely going to take that and run with it for sure. And I I've had a ton of students who are thinking about, or even already in exercise science programs, asking that same question. And so I'm just going to refer them to what you said. And I think that really kind of, steers them in the right direction what they need to know and go from there. Well, Mark, I, I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to talk to me. Um, if, you know, right before we, we sneak out for the day, if anybody has any questions or concerns or just wants to know a little bit more about you or perseverance, health and fitness, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, you could either message me on Facebook or get a hold of me uh, with by my email, which is Mark V at perseverancehf.com. And then, uh, yeah, I, I'm not really too comfortable putting my phone, personal phone number out on the internet right at this point. So I'll keep that to myself for now. And uh, when I actually open doors and I have, you know, a different number as well, I'll be using that. Sounds great. That sounds awesome. All right, everyone. That, this is Mark from Perseverance Health and Fitness. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you at the next episode. Have a great day. Thank you. Hey everyone, it's Dr. Pullen here again. I so appreciate you listening to our podcast. I know you probably got a lot out of it that you can help implement into your day-to-day activities and lifestyle. So like I said before, I would really appreciate if you to help support our channel as we grow to go into other communities so we can achieve our goal of making sure everyone is active, strong, and healthy without prescription drugs or surgery. So how we're going to do that is that by going to our page, hitting like and subscribe so you get notifications and when a new episode drops, and you can help share it to your friends and family. So this is Dr. Pullen. Thanks again for listening. I so appreciate it. Have a great day.